0: Hey, this is Trevor. Sorry I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can.
1: A lot of things I want to talk about, okay? My life is all over the place. I just read a quote talking about how if you spend any time on someone else's dream, that is time that you're not spending on your own. And that that scared the shit out of me, okay? What time is it right now? 9 o'clock? Dog, call me back. I'm going through it.
0: Good
1: morning. Bexy, Bexy, Bexy. Thanks so much. me back. It, it's sunny again. I I feel as if I'm starting every single conversation with that, uh, but it is what it is because it, it matters. It, it's sunny.
0: It matters a lot here because you know BC has been pretty shitty. Pretty shitty so far this spring. Lots of cloud, lots of rain. So, gotta enjoy the sunny days, man.
1: Yeah, and it's ten a.m. and I'm smoking a joint and and I'm having this conversation about to dive into a lot of things. Okay, a lot of things into my life. I just sat on a rock and and, and read a book called uh, "I Turned Into a Monk and Sold My Ferrari." I, I think that's what the book is called. I I think it's something amongst those lines. And I'm I'm feeling mighty spiritual. I'm finding I'm finding myself in tune with my fucking dreams. And, and speaking of dreams, uh, is it going to happen? Is, is the Rangers and their fan base going to do something that they haven't done since... Since when? Since they faced the Kangs and then and back in 94 when they won the cup, cup against the Canucks? Are they going to make the Stanley Cup Finals? Like, what's going on here?
0: No, I, I don't think they're making the Stanley Cup Finals. You know what? I'm, uh, you know, Money's too tight to be a betting man right now, but uh, I would have bet that the New York Rangers would have won game one. I think... Being off for of that long for Tampa puts them at a disadvantage in Game One. I think they're going to be a lot better in Game Two.
1: Yo, but here, here's the thing: uh, I think the Rangers have a strong chance in this series based on again what they did in Game One, and that's build a lot of confidence. And when you have that confidence that you can actually under one of the best goaltenders in the world, one of the best goaltenders of all time, in and Andre v- Vasiljevsky, come on, come on, I think it could bleed into. The rest of the series. Could they catch Tampa being quote unquote tired, being injured? This is their uh this is their what the third straight year playing this deep into the season. I don't know, yo. I don't know. This uh, what are they calling the, the the Rangers? The team that doesn't give up. The team that doesn't give up. Dude, what That's I saw yesterday, what I saw yesterday was was a lot of confidence. And, again, scoring that many goals against that goaltender, ah, dude, I, I feel as if something can happen in game two, and uh, that could be a 2 nothing lead. And, again, the Rangers, the Rangers, could they win their first Stanley Cup since 94? Again, they'd have to get to the finals and win it, blah, blah, blah. But, yo, th- this would be something.
0: Yeah, it, it would be something. But I, I do think you're reading maybe a bit too much into game one of the series. I would bet that Andre Vasilevsky is not going to let in six goals again in this series. He's going to be a lot better. And again, once he gets back into the swing of playing games, again he was off for a week or so. Uh, he's going to be a lot better, man. I, I bet you're not going to see as many high-scoring games the rest of the way in that series. Yeah, you're yeah. just counting the Tampa Bay Lightning, man. They're the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, and yeah, I'm not saying New York has no chance in the series. They definitely have a chance, <laughs> but uh, I would say don't read too much into Game One.
1: And, and you know what? Maybe I, I'm not reading the stats close enough and what's that stat about about tampa's goaltender after he suffers a loss in the playoffs isn't he like 36 and 0 (laughs) straight up straight up the dude does not lose two straight games in the playoffs
0: yeah exactly so i mean i i would be i would bet money on tampa coming back in game two winning game two and then we'll see what happens man i mean i picked tampa in six i don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for tampa bay by any means but uh, all I'm saying is uh, don't, don't be overvaluing the Rangers after game one. I think, you know, they were, like I said yesterday, they were outplayed by Carolina in the second round. They just, you know, they had the better goaltender. And they're definitely a more complete team now. They've made some great additions at the deadline. And, and Philip Hito, man, holy smokes, that guy, uh, no pun intended, is on a heater right now. I think I read a stat like he's the youngest or the first player who's under 22 to have at least seven goals in the playoffs or something like that. Wow. I mean, the guy's been unbelievable for them right now. And he's uh, one of the reasons why the scoring depth is a lot better. So, you know, New York, they, they got the goaltender. They can put the puck in the net, but they still bleed a lot of chances. And I just think Tampa's going to be tighter defensively in game two. And I think that's going to bode well for them going forward.
1: Yeah, I, I feel as if the Rangers are going to lose some players this offseason as well. They have a couple UFAs, and they're probably not going to sign them all. But the growth of that kid line and seeing what they're going to be able to do next season, it's going to, again, allow them to be great. Year in and year out, I truly believe it. You know, uh, they may not be the deepest of teams in their forward group, but I feel as if they have the goaltender, they have Adam Fox, and they have a great. They have. They actually have a decent crop of forwards. Real talk, it is pretty, yeah. pretty star studded at the top. And yeah, the Rangers are going to be uh, one of those teams. And I, I, I'm low key jealous. I'm low key jealous. I wish Jim Benning wrote that letter four years ago, but the dude probably doesn't know how to write a letter. Let's be honest. Let's be real, bro. <laughs> hey,
0: you know what? What I even forgot was that. <laughs> New York and Tampa met in the conference finals in 2015 Mm -hmm. I mean like the Canucks have made the playoffs once since then I mean New York has gone through a whole repo and now they're back in the conference finals what have the Canucks done? Nothing nothing other than one fluke appearance in the 2019 20 playoffs in the bubble so I mean yeah it's it's frustrating from a Canucks perspective to see New York who tore it down quote unquote in 2018 uh, already be back in the conference finals so yeah yeah, I think you should be jealous as a Canucks fan and uh, you and I are probably too young to feel the uh the 1994 hate definitely that over-35, uh, over-40 over crowd, though, they're feeling it, and they don't want the Rangers to win. I think Forsman ran a poll on Halford and Brux, uh on the morning show earlier this week about, you know, which team do you want to see this, win the Stanley Cup? And the Edmonton Oilers finished ahead of the New York Rangers in the vote by Canuckermans. Wow. New York Rangers voted last in terms of uh, who do you want to see win the Stanley Cup, which can't be a huge surprise, to be honest. Wow.
1: Damn, that's so interesting. I wonder, I wonder, Trevor, you know, it, from that demo, right? Now well, let's talk about like the the mid 80s to the mid 90s, uh, that demo of hockey fan. I wonder how many of those fans, die hard Canucks fans actually hated the Oilers. Now, did they beat up the Canucks a lot? Uh, of course they did. But who did they get to watch? They got to watch Gretzky and company and uh, you know how we're talking about well, I've been talking about uh you know, my love for Connor McDavid for years. Oh, openly, openly and I I think I said it last week how Yeah, I don't want to see the Oilers win, but I want to see McDavid win. But what happens when McDavid wins, the Oilers win? I'm trying to say I'm being kinder to the Oilers because of McDavid, and I wonder if that era of Canucks fans, yeah, they got beat up by the Oilers again, but did they appreciate the Oilers because of what Gretzky was doing? And what Gretzky was doing was putting the game on the map, doing things that a hockey fan has never seen before, and I think we're seeing that in Connor McDavid right now.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I I saw an interesting stat from – NHL, I think it was NHL this morning, and they were saying that game one of the Western Conference Finals was the highest viewed conference final game since like 1999 on television. And you Whoa. wonder why that is? It's because fucking Connor McDavid was going against Nathan McKinnon. I mean, star power sells, man, and there was plenty of it in game one. Star? Um, yeah, you're right. Game one delivered.
1: Star so, I mean, power sells. It really does. And, yeah. and not to discredit uh, the Kale McCars and the Nathan McKinnons and the Leon Drysettles who do, who's doing something on one fucking foot, doing incredible things on one fucking foot. Not to discredit those guys, but the numbers are that high because of Connor McDavid. He's not just a star. This, this dude is, again, the best player since Gretzky. And I think I heard someone on Sportsnet talk about this yesterday, how... Years ago, people were concerned about the scoring. They really were. And then nothing really changed but the scoring. And I'm talking about, you know, the the Nets didn't change. Goaltenders didn't really have to, like, shrink their equipment that much. You know what I'm saying? None of that stuff really changed, but the goal scoring went up. And it's because of the generation, the next generation. And now we're seeing possibly some – Gretzky's numbers may get caught. I I guess what I'm I'm trying to say is these, like, postseason numbers that Gretzky put up, you never know. Connor McDavid may one, one year, may, it may, may not be this year, but one year he may be able to match that type of output based on performance and skill and amazement. He, he's the best player since Gretzky. He, he's literally, yeah. there's a great chance, a great chance that he's the second best player ever when it's all said and done. And that's saying a lot because Gretzky was a thousand points better than anyone.
0: Yeah, and I think what, Gretzky's record for points in the season, I believe, was 292 <laughs> points in one year, which is... Unfucking believable! believable um, What's that, like three and a half points per game? I know my math, my, the math in my head might be a bit off, but... I mean, yeah, Aggressi's the best of all time, but there's another crazy stat I also read this morning. I another stat for you, Kyle. Thank you. Brought to you by my brain. Brought to you by Twitter. Yeah. Um, Connor McDavid was the first player since the 1995-96 season to register a combined 150 points in regular seasons in the playoffs. Yeah. And back in 1995-96, uh, all of Lemieux, Garmery Yager, and Joe Sakic hit that mark. Uh, but again, been a long, long time that anyone has uh, posted the kind of numbers that Connor McDavid has. And talked about yesterday, man, 29 points in 13 playoff games. I mean, the guy's averaging two and a half points per game. Yeah, Like, uh, two points seems like a slow name for McDavid at this point, which is which is fucking. It's unbelievable. Man.
1: It's unbelievable, and it's not stopping. And it's his determination. I I truly believe that if Connor McDavid played four game sevens en route to. Uh, a Stanley Cup championship and whatnot, right? He played four games, sevens, and he had 28 games played in the playoffs. There's a good chance that this guy would put up 60 points, 65 points, straight up. I feel as if he's going to get three points, two points every game in the playoffs. And yeah, it's the skill, but it's also his determination. And you, you know when we saw that, Trevor? We saw that when he faced the media and said, I don't give a fuck. I want Evander Kane. And who did we compare him to? We compared him to Tom Brady. That's the type of determination this guy has to win championships. I, I truly believe it, and he hasn't done it yet. But there's another level to this guy. Not only is he, mo- he, he the most skilled player, the best player since Gretzky, he's he's on a fucking mission in the playoffs, and that's not easy to do. And at the rate that he's doing it, it's it's like, yo, this guy is twice as good as any player in the league. You can argue that he's... Twice as good as Nathan McKinnon. He's that damn good. He's that damn Woo! good. He's so crazy. Bold He's take. so crazy. Bold take. Bold take. But would you. <sighs> no, there's... we could go on. We can go off forever about uh, Nathan McKinnon, but it's the fucking morning, yo. We got shit to do. Uh, we got shit to do, yo. Nathan McKinnon's a crazy player, too. That guy scores goals that I've never seen scored before by any other player.
0: Oh, I, I still yeah. think that goal he scored against St. Louis in game five during that I couldn't believe they lost that game bro honestly yeah, but incredible uh, game. That, game, that goal he scored during game 5 was onto one of the nicest goals I think I've ever seen like that was incredible shit and he was really good in game 1 too I know he was kind of swearing at himself I know when McDavid scored that one timer goal McKinnon was uh, trying to block it by the looks of it and he dropped the F-bomb on the ice after it. I mean McKinnon is a hell of a competitive guy too and uh, yeah I, again, I can't wait to watch another game of this series tonight and who knows, man? I uh, I just got this feeling that i just gonna find a way to do it.
1: Yeah, this is this is something else. You know what a morning? What a morning! You know I read that book on that rock about a monk who sold his Ferrari, and we just talked hockey for a very long time. And I don't even want to talk about anything else. Get get out of here, Trevor. Get out of here, okay?
0: And right, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the doobie, and I uh, can't wait to smoke a doobie with you, bro. Hey.
1: Hey, that barbecue, right? Get the meatloaf ready. Yeah. Yo, can you put meatloaf on the barbecue? <laughs> I've never had meatloaf. meatloaf on the barbecue? <laughs> that could
0: get messy,
1: bro. That could get messy. Oh, man, dude. We out of here, bro. Peace. Peace.